Hey everyone, welcome back to another great episode of our podcast, Don't Outkick Your Coverage, the only 100% dedicated podcast to the high school student athletes and their parents trying to obtain that next level athletic scholarship while dealing with the NCAA and their draconian issues and the horrible legislation of the transfer portal. By the way, last week we went over 1,000 downloads of our little podcast and we can't thank each and everyone for supporting this small focused podcast that I started just not too long ago. For today, I don't have any sponsorships to promote, but I do want to hope that all of you consider a monthly donation to one of the three charities that we are honored to support, Cure Childhood Cancer, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and the Shriners Hospital for Children. Or hopefully there was one that is close to your heart. So make that donation you and your family care about. For all of you who are new to this podcast, I do my best to provide a balanced view of both the issues we as parents face in the youth sports roller coaster and the view our children have as an athlete and how we can be at our best to support them. So this episode, I hope, as in the others, you will enjoy. So let's get after it. Today, our podcast is called The Truth, most all parents and student athletes need to hear. Are you ready? Let's go. Look, you're going to fail, especially as a parent of student athletes and yes, athletes listening to this podcast. If that's true, and it is, then how you view your failures and your setbacks is key to setting the proper expectations as you go forward. I thought of this topic after reading a recent published study in the Journal of Personality showed that self-oriented perfectionism, now there's a term for you, and high levels of self-criticism massively impact people's productivity. Shocking, right? And it's even more truer in the sports world. And yes, after nearly 50 years as a youth, high school, college, and professional coach to thousands of athletes and yes, parents, I see this weekly out on the various fields I travel to and at the games nearly each weekend played out and even worse played out on social media. I see parents of these young athletes who will spend literally $500 on a baseball bat for a little eight-year-old Johnny, all to then see little Johnny's average still be stuck at a measly two and two, five batting average while still striking out two or three times each game. Surely we need to get another bat, right? And put this one in the garage bat bag along with the other sporting equipment. Oh, well, maybe you can put it out there on Facebook marketplace or head over to play it against sports. They get a good deal on it. No doubt your bat won't be lonely and will join others in the baseball bat cave. Of course, I could pick any sport, especially the sports with the words academy, elite, premier, D1 words before that sport, and still parents' garages and basements are full of these tools that were designed to have little Johnny and Janie run, pitch, kick, throw, or jump higher, all in the hopes of getting that elusive full ride to big you and posting on the social media accounts. Hey. It's D1 or bust, right? Oh, and by the way, as a sports parent recovering addict myself, 
it is easy to get hooked into this $20 billion a year sports endless cycle of the newest cleat or athletic gear. And for all those parents, my first simple words of advice are, if your daughter or son has the academic and athletic talent to get to the next level, colleges will find you. But in the event you want to throw about $2,000 or $3,000 away on those high-profile recruiting self sites, knock yourself out. That's what they're in the business to do. Hey, it's capitalism. Heck, with NIL probably headed down to the U6 travel whatever team, why not have these owners of these recruiting mill sites simply have your son or daughter cut an NIL deal with them? Obviously, they think your child is a top prospect, so they want to cash in right away, correct? But seriously, what I see each week are parents getting caught up in the youth travel ball imperfectionism in whatever sport little Johnny or Janie are playing, and of course, shouting their displeasure at the coach, and yes, mainly young teenage referees or retired old folks just trying to make a few extra dollars over the weekend to help the kids just play a game. But you know what? We know it's rarely about playing the game. It's more about winning the game and beating the opponent and making sure from the sidelines that as parents, we voice our displeasure with every missed kick or a catch or, yes, missed call by a ref while they probably never had been a player, ref, or a coach. And, yes, there are parents who come to see their daughter or son play and who are absolutely enjoying watching their kids play. And yes, there are, but sadly, as I grew up with our parents, we're in the majority who couldn't make it to our practices and games because they just had too many other things going on for us to be the center of the sports universe. Besides, our parents didn't have Starbucks around to go and pick up their six-punt grande mocha with goat's milk from Bolivia to sit during the game. And yes, while I sometimes like to poke fun at all of us as parents, and yes, even more as coaches, it's not always like this throughout the United States. And while I can't speak to the other countries and their sports parenting issues and these perfectionist issues, I do know from speaking with many of the international coaches I've worked with that the fan base in youth sports is not as intense. Now, notice I said youth sports since I have been to some insane soccer matches when I was abroad serving in the army and then on some international travels over the years. So for both the sports youth parent and yes, the youth student athlete, let me provide you with a couple of ideas from my nearly 50 years in youth sports. First, of course, as a youth athlete and a college scholarship athlete to a professional player to youth league manager who at that time never had any kids of my own on the team to then being a ref and then running several large clubs and coaching thousands of kids, as well as our two own kids. My advice is that being a perfectionist and super self-critical as a parent or athlete is bad. I am hoping that this is not news or a shocker for anyone here listening. So what do we do? There's a couple of ideas I've come up with. First, be realistic. As a parent, Stop being surprised by setbacks and, and instead expect them. Yes, 
there will come a time when your son or daughter does not make the number one platinum team at the U12 Travel Dream Team. Who will be playing at that All-American Super Duper event sponsored by Subway and Nike at the taxpayer-funded Mega Million Dollar Sports Complex? You got to get over it. Life will happily go on for all involved. If any of you as parents or athletes have ever been asked to write a book report or publish a book, as I have on three occasions, or doing that PowerPoint slide deck presentation for that boss of yours, your first iteration of anything is never going to be the best. And that's true of everyone, especially in youth sports. One should embrace the youth sports iteration and be ready for it and be supportive of it. Secondly, get some feedback. Often when I'm doing my one-on-one training sessions in even the small-sided instructional camps we do, I see both my students and their parents and their facial gymnastics, some who I would deem as Olympic gold medalists, who I wish I could put on the Wheaties box for all to see. Or even from the old show of the wide world of sports where the host Jim McKay used to say, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. On the opening of the show, these young athletes are a lot harder on themselves and their sport than really is warranted. This is one reason why having a private coach who can assist can sometimes put a fresh set of eyeballs on what you're both doing as a parent and an athlete. The feedback from the private coach doesn't mean you don't take in and implement everything they say because not one of us as a private coach has all the answers. And I would tell any parent or athlete who hears a coach say, you know, it's my way or the highway. I would run as quickly as I could to get away from them because they tend to be abusive and belittling in nature and normally run players and parents off. You know, over 40 years ago, I developed something called the alarm clock coaching style and basically was meant to wake up an athlete from their lack of discipline in our drill work or in the lack of discipline in their schoolwork. And yes, even the lack of discipline in how they address their parents. It is one of my major pet peeves. And I literally picked this up from my beautiful mother who told me one time, don't you ever refer to me or your dad as she or him. We are your parents. And yes, still to this day, I invoke this when I hear a student, I am training referred to their parent as him or her. Also, well, it may be cool to go out to a YouTube channel and seek out advice. One must really understand a YouTuber in no matter what sport or skill you are seeking, they didn't start out watching YouTube and many times sought out experts in their field And some of these private coaches, based on their experiences as both an athlete and a coach, can give you some positive and constructive feedback. And see some of the small things that you, as a parent or even a youth athlete, may not see. Again, think of how many times you thought you were ready to turn that amazing presentation or paper only to find out you missed some very key points or missed adding that one gem that they added and that puts that over the top. Next, you really got to embrace the discipline. One of the things I found hard in being an athlete at a high level and as, and as an Army Ranger and then trying to look at our children in this light 
was that as a parent, it can be hard to embrace a sense of urgency and discipline in not just our kids' lives on the field, but as parents, as active participants in their daily lives, both on and off the field. How many times have you heard yourself or others say, hey, Joey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. And you know what? Secretly, you know, and so there's your child, that it is a big deal. And it's a big deal to recognize that maybe, just maybe, if Joey was more disciplined in his training or his schoolwork or his test taking or his part-time job, the results could have been different. And yes, the lack of discipline many times as they get older is even harder to overcome because now they've built in a practicing, which is a lack of discipline. So now they have a new way of not succeeding. Look, as athletes and yes, parents, sometimes you just need to work through the problem or setback rather than allowing discouragement to halt your progress. I don't believe any serious athlete who just accepts discouragement as just one of the things along the road of life without mapping out a newer and better way to get better and get back at it has not been more successful in the longer term. And finally, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves. For instance, when I was playing golf, I would never allow someone to talk to me the way I talk to myself on the golf course. And hopefully, when I start my new venture of going to be the pickleball national over five champion, I'll be a little more kind to myself. And I'm just hoping our son and daughter don't holler at me from the pickleball sidelines or holler at the 85-year-old pickleball refs. Well, of course, they being millennials will have that six-pump grande goat milk latte triple with a plant-based vegan pizza delivered during the match from the DoorDash folks. Ah, you know, I can smell it now. Heck, maybe I can attend one of those over 65 national pickleball rankings camps and get that five-star pickleball after my name. I really just hope there's some NIL money left over from Denny's restaurants. And who knows, maybe even the AARP and the Colonial Pan Life Insurance folks will hit me up. Okay, so here's my final thought on this. For all the parents and students listening to this, as I have said for nearly 50 years of my coaching, the last perfect person on this earth was Jesus Christ. And they crucified him and put him on a cross. So as the parent of your athlete, be more kind to them. And yes, the coaches and even those strike folks with the big bellies and whistles jogging up and down the field or on the court. And as a student athlete, be more kind to yourself. And yes, your teammates, coaches, and parents. Because if I am asking you to be kind to them, then certainly you wouldn't allow yourself to be spoken to in a negative manner. Are we agreed on that? Now, good. Get back to work being an awesome parent and that amazing student athlete. And here's hoping this message made it to you loud and clear. Now, finally, once again, I want to thank all of you for listening to our Donut Kick Your Coverage podcast. And please make sure you like, comment, and give those nice reviews so we can continue to build out our brand. And please pass this podcast on to just one person I would be so grateful. This is Coach Mark Nolan signing off until next week 
when we interviewed Dr. Andy Kranz and his doctor and his daughter, Dr. Samantha, on the great advantages of chiropractic care and how it can assist our student athletes with recovery, stretching, and hydration along the issues as we move into the spring and summer upcoming season. So everyone, take care of yourselves and have an awesome rest of the week. So long.